This is John Beethan with Alternative Health Tools, the podcast, and this is episode 51, titled Tools for an Awakening World with Ascending Master Carrie Lake, subtitled Facilitating a Paradigm Shift for Lisa Thorpe. To find out more, please visit carrylake.com, and that's spelled K-E-R-R-I-L-A-K-E.com. Now, let's bring your awareness into your body because your mind has a library of answers to that question. Mm-hmm. But really what we want to do is know what it feels like to let the truth generate the word rather than go to you know a, a bullet list of multiple choice for what could be the latest and greatest spirituality craze, right? We want to feel the truth generated from my own essence to the degree that my body goes, oh yeah, I feel that. And it may feel like the familiar ease and peace and calmness. It may feel different than that. But I will know it because it is unmistakably the tone of my own truth. Some people have not felt it for a long time. Some people have never felt it. But when we start acknowledging that the mind has all the answers, and you're right, you know everything, and you could go reference it, and I'm, I have no doubt of that. I have no doubt that you've experienced it enough times that you, have, you could provide proof. I have no doubt of that. But what I'm interested in is, well, how does it feel when we do start commanding our own integration to speed it up and speed it up and speed it up? It really helps to have this super awesome, playful, fun friendship between the mind and the body so that it's not the mind always, you know, having the right answer. It's the mind going, okay, what are we doing? Okay. So that's what we're playing with right here. And again, not to say that your mind is missing anything, but the only way for the mind to know something new is when the body has a sensory experience. Okay. Otherwise, it's referencing things that it's, ha- it's seen before. Language, facts, books, experiences. Right. So when we want to invite more of me than I've ever had before, mm-hmm. I'm going to give the mind the job to watch my physical body because that's how the mind will know it's real, it's happening, and new is actually coming in. So what we're playing with here is a recalibrating redirecting your awareness to open to the sensations of you and only you in your body rather than giving your body over to the verbal and emotional ambient weather. Yeah. Oh my gosh. B I Bicky Bye B O Bo Bicky Bye Bo B U Boo Bicky Bye Bo Boo. Hooray! That's the Three Stooges. Is that where that's from? C E C C I Sicky Sai C I So Sicky Sai So C U Sue Sicky Sai So Sue. Wow, I had no idea where that came from. A f- uh, yeah. One of my friends from high school taught it to me. That's <laughs> the Three Stooges, baby. Yeah. Wow, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So what can I assist you with? 
I don't know. Why don't we just talk about, I, I don't know. Tell me, tell me how you assist people. That's a great question. Yeah. And how you assist animals. So I love what you already started, which is in what we're talking about with listening to the trees and listening to the animals. Mm-hmm. And like, like a lot of people will say, I don't really hear them, but I have this sensation of peace and this feeling of peace. So first and foremost, let, let's play with not separating hearing, vision, touch, and right. instead, let's just call it movement of consciousness. It's movement. It's consciousness moving. Right. And we have different sensory apparatus to pick up different uh, vibrations and tones of mm-hmm. particles of consciousness. Yes. Because I would say, no question, you hear animals. No question, you hear trees. The real question is, what expectation do you have of the information you're supposed to receive and what you expect yourself to be able to do with it? The expectation of what it is... Of the information that you would receive when listening to a dog or a horse or a bird... Or flower. Well, I think that I have a tendency, like most people, to uh, tune out and to just keep on with my busy work and my to-do list. Mm-hmm. And it's only in those moments when I really am taking the time to slow down mm-hmm. that I'm able to be present for that communication. Sure. It, to be so able I don't, to, to I don't be, know that oh. I have an expectation of it mm-hmm. when it when well my experience of it is when I'm in that that state where I I feel like I can I'm receiving communication clearly from everything around me uh, I know that it's just healing for for all of us right for for oh of course it it's is just uh, okay res- it's a resonant field that's that's the best way I can explain it that's of course like, okay, it is. I'm in the oneness I'm in the space you know right. Christ, Christ consciousness I feel saved I feel right all the things you know depending on what your background is that you would describe as uh, um, you know positive <laughs> to- oh man there's like yeah. 800 things i want to play with in that yeah, in what it's positive you just or negative connected or disconnected it gets it gets pretty simple or yeah it, it's even simpler than that because what if we don't play in positive or negative and just it so yes i mean can you prove to me that love is positive or negative no love is ever present i don't think i could prove prove to prove something, you'd have to disprove it, and that, I don't think it's possible. But I think the concept it's a fun of game, though, yeah, a lot the of concept do it. <laughs> of love uh, for me is very easily equated to energy, mm-hmm. and energy is always present. Mm-hmm. So, so when would yeah. we ever not be in the oneness? We're not. I think we're at times just not in recognition of it. Well, of course. So. Yeah. This is a really brilliant moment, okay? We know the correct answer, that we are always connected. It's the correct answer. It's easy to just right. pull right off the shelf and go, oh, no, it's fine. We're always connected. Mm-hmm. But how many healers, how many people, how many people have been studying and practicing their whole life still 
say, oh, I just, I'm just not connected right now. And I need to go here to be connected. I need to go there to be connected. Oh, right. here's what my but day like looks I said, like. I need to slow down. I to need feel to, connected. I need, yeah. I need, I need, mm-hmm. I need, I need. Mm-hmm. So hmm, I wonder, and so let's just play with this for one second. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wonder what it actually feels like to just never step out of it. I wonder what it feels like to truly acknowledge and welcome in that I am never disconnected. I wonder what that feels like. I wonder. Now, to play with that, maybe check in with your own mind at the moment and just take a look at how many analysis filters have their switch flipped on right now? How many filters are functioning in your own mind right now? You don't have to get the right answer, but just take a look. It's optimized. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's optimized. Of course, because the mind has a ton of information Mm -hmm. and it has a ton of its own experience, right? So nothing I'm going to share, nothing I share anywhere is about bucking the mind. It's not about challenging what the mind knows. It's in fact the opposite. It's saying, yeah, you know, you know lots of stuff and you've been there and you've done that. Yes, you know. Now, hmm, I wonder what still has the power to take me away from me. I wonder why I would ever not feel connected. I wonder. So what would your mind say about that? Story. So what's a story? Um, It's, I identify what disconnects us from, from, the feeling of being connected with uh, what many understand to be the ego, uh, or I also identify as our kind of animal self that's in fight, flight, or freeze. So, you know, if, like I was saying, and I agree that we are always connected, uh, but I identify the story as being when we go into a state where we're feeling pressured or scared or in any way, um, you know, for me going too fast that I'm no longer accessing my higher rational centers, but in a more of an animal egoic state where there's a story going on about, Oh, I got to do this or, Oh no, this is happening. And it's that fight, flight or freeze where we suddenly are believing that we're disconnected Mm -hmm. and that it's not okay. Mm -hmm. And, and behind that not okay is always some story of why we're not okay. Oh, I'm late. Oh, I've, I don't have enough money or, Oh, some right. so-and-so doesn't love me. They've rejected me. Uh, or I'm just too fat. I'm too ugly. You know, it's like whatever the story is that's right. causing the pain really it's just a thought, right? It's a thought. Well, actually it's more than a thought. It's a judgment, mm-hmm. a judgment of a judgment of a judgment of a judgment based on somebody right. else's judgment. And probably an inherited one, right? Like it was good. We know we inherit all the this DNA, this DNA uh, patterns. Absolutely. So uh, all the cellular debris, right. All the akashic record realms, mm-hmm. and as on top of the experience, and then those of us who were so gifted and came into this lifetime to flush it all out, right. rewrite it, and clear it this time, all of it gets bright, you know, brought right up to the surface, right? Yeah. So. How simple can this really be? That was always my question. There's thousands of years of teachings. There's, I mean, well, more than, you know, whatever. 
teachings forever. There are religions, there's belief systems, there's trainings, there's schoolings, there's on top of this and isms and all sorts of things, right? When you're a kid, you're taught, okay, you're supposed to pick something, spend 30 years learning it, and hopefully somebody will pay you so you can eat and exist. And oh, by the way, you're a sinner, right? <laughs> so you probably yes, didn't deserve it in the first place. <laughs> and, all, you know, and, and all of a sudden, you've got this cascade. But don't of, worry, keep sinning, because you just have to ask for forgiveness. Exactly. <laughs> hey, that's a good loophole. Isn't that a creative it's one? One crazy loophole. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but, hmm. Am I really going to spend 30 years mastering everything that interests me? Probably not. So for myself, when I was 10 or 11, um, somewhere in there, my parents actually were, it was super Catholic in my dad's family. And my mom, not so much. That was super fear. Same as mine. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was really blessed that my parents actually said to me, you, please, Carrie, you, you pick the religion that works for you. And we'll support you because they wanted to step away from all of the machinations of the Catholic Church and, and all of that good stuff. So how blessed am I that I was handed that opportunity? So I started looking around and asking questions, not of people, but, you know, I would go direct and ask for the truth. I didn't have any idea. I didn't have language for going direct. It was me and, you know, my buddies that you're, you know, once I started talking about them, that got a little scary for my parents. But I started asking, what is, why is Catholic, why does it exist? Why, why does Christian exist? Why do any of these things exist? And where are they all pointing? Because if I decide I'm Catholic, and Catholic says that that other religion is wrong, or whatever, you know, this one says mm-hmm. that one's wrong, mm-hmm. well, that well, then I just have to turn around and be mean to other yeah, people. That makes no sense. It's interesting because I it was a one of the hardest things for me was to to choose not to be married and not to baptize my children. It was a really really hard thing for me, knowing what it would have meant to my father, mm-hmm. and knowing what it meant and feeling the pressure from my own family. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when it came down to it, for me to get up and take an oath. Stating that there was oh, one right. one holy and apostolic church, right. and and so it was a really painful process for me to deny what I considered to be my birthright to be a part of a community that is an amazing community, right. and I am grateful to have been raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I even went to a Catholic college, mm-hmm. uh, which in a way was the beginning of my exploration of what I really believed. Because in that women's college, we did have to study religious studies, so I studied, yeah. uh, you know, mythology. I start. I studied. Uh, Christian uh, beliefs. I studied multiple things right. um, beyond Christianity. So right. uh, it, it got me thinking about well, what what do I really believe and what what am I willing to stand for? Mm. And I think um, it, it's interesting that it came full circle to a point where I realized I didn't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater, mm-hmm. and that. For me, having a relationship with Jesus is still an important and a really positive part of my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm unlike, uh, I definitely wouldn't fit into probably most Christian churches because I don't believe I need the church 
I, mm-hmm. I, I feel completely safe to have that relationship without mm-hmm. a church. Yeah. And there's all of these amazing tools and tactics and methods for us to be okay in the world. Totally. And that happens to be one that for me being raised with is like all of a sudden if I'm not okay, I can just go, Jesus. <laughs> and it's like, boom, I'm back to okay. Because totally. you can't thwart uh, 30 years of indoctrination or eight, 20, 20 some. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, and, and realize why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I always access that when I need it? Um, but it's not, but I can also just go to a tree. Totally. <laughs> or go within me, you totally. know? And I think, um, and, and I love, and I love learning more and I love what you're teaching. Well, thanks. I, what I love is recognizing like that moment when you recognize you just got hijacked right. into story or whatever the mind, whatever the, the fear suffering. is. Yeah. Well, that's judgment and all that yeah. good stuff, right? The moment that you recognize the hijack happened, that's a pop the champagne moment. Right. That's what I love. Like that's the simplicity right there. But that simplicity comes with kindness and people are so unaccustomed to that. People are unaccustomed to what kindness feels like moving through their body because like you've already said, there's the fight or flight, the survival, the trying to figure out me versus something. Yeah, well, I, I think it's, it's neuronal patterns. Of course. That we inherit both, it's nature and nurture that we've got these patterns that we're playing we're really like literally you know i can see it in myself and in my brothers that we have patterns like our parents and grandparents even and uh and and then behavioral stuff that have just been repetition Mm -hmm. and it's interesting it's like i feel like i can be more myself when i'm away from my family but when i'm around my family Mm -hmm. i mean these are like neuronal grooves these are actual grooves in the brain and there's magnetic and i immediately go right into those grooves and it's Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh you know totally and that's there's magnetics in the mass consciousness magnetics as well oh there's been moments when i have acted or said or behaved in a way that i'm like what was that (laughs) totally i know isn't it great (laughs) and it's been long enough and happened enough that i realize i'm so sensitive and a lot of people are gonna think this is crazy i'm so sensitive that i can and i'm i'm not skilled enough to be aware of what someone is expecting me to be like Mm -hmm. but i can look back over so many circumstances and realize whoa i just showed up and even said something that somebody else was in was expecting from me that was not at all where I wanted totally in, in integrity where I am, where I am. Exactly. And you end up fulfilling the the conversation in there. Literally. I'm like, I've been such a contortionist my whole life, energetically being Mm -hmm. able, I mean, it's, it's uh, got its pros and cons. Oh, right? well, it's this total survival tool. (laughs) Yeah. It, It really is a survival tool. Yeah. And well done, Hugh. For getting to where you are well, now. I, yeah, I stake no claims to any any of anything, really. It's like you you, you just are what you are, right. I think, more more than we, we... I mean, we have potential, but... 
Oh, no, it's, yeah. it's all right here. So this mm-hmm. is what's exciting to me, okay? Because the, the moment you would like to be aware of that dynamic before you step into it, you can have that with gentleness and kindness for yourself. Right. It's, but the, this, and this is part of what I love sharing with very gifted people, because it's not like a new tool. It's not a new teaching. It's not a new anything except for maybe a different way to play with your awareness, a different place to point it so that you get the heads up every time. You're still going to feel the pull. You're still going to feel every bit of magnetics that are in the room. You'll, you'll feel them two weeks before the family reunion, right? right? Well, but, for me, I was going to say, for me, it's even more just being with my, my own children. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's been the the biggest wake up call for me yeah. is as a mother. I bet getting getting sucked into behavior that um, has been the scariest, hardest thing I've ever had to work to overcome. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, because it's like, I, I mean, no offense, mom and brothers, but I don't give a shit if I hurt them. Mm-hmm. Compare, I mean, I do, but compared to my kids, mm-hmm. oh my god, you know, mm-hmm. you hurt your kids, you're just like, ah, put me to the cross, mm-hmm. you know. So that's. Um, uh, and I love, and I love that you used the word play, <laughs> because for so long I was going at this very seriously. Yeah, you're not alone on that. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I need to be a better mother. I need to be a better person. How could this happen? Uh, serious research, classes, w- work. Right, mm. I, I'm going to fix this. Mm. And, and I, it's funny, I just recently was like, you know what, seriousness is a disease, Mm. and the cure is play, Mm. you know? Yeah, it's one of the, it's, it's a really effective control tactic to convince people that what they're doing is serious. Convince, convince, Absolutely, and that, and we're trained, we're trained to be convinced of things, we're trained to look for the black and white, we're tra- you know, the, the polar opposite definition of whatever it is we think we want. And then we're trained to not move until our analysis is complete. It's all training. And then, you know, by that time, you can't really guarantee you're going to get it right anyway. So that, that dance right there was another thing that really drove me when I was younger to just say, I want the truth. I don't care about assessments. I want the truth. And I knew it because I could feel what true was. And I had done, I actually did analysis with myself, watching TV, with relationships in my family and people, Mm -hmm. to get very clear on how my body feels in the presence of truth. Mm-hmm. And the animals guided me there because they they don't lie. They're right. always saying, well, this is how it feels to be me. Right. You know, and my body never lied either. I brought those two together and kept asking the animals, how do you guys keep giving to humans when humans don't hear you? They don't see you. They don't receive your love. They don't let themselves be loved. And yet you keep loving. How do you do it? And the it's the answer or the, the, the gift unfolded over years and years, and I didn't have words for it for the longest time. But that's where the words, the absence of judgment came from. So mm-hmm. to characterize their answer to my question of how do you guys do it? The answer was, we live in the absence of judgment. Isn't that beautiful? We don't have a judgment for whether you used the correct bridle 
when you rode, whether you're using the right saddle. We don't have a judgment about whether you should have a collar or a body harness on your puppy dog. We don't have a judgment over how you use our dead bodies. Or pain versus They don't have judgment kindness. about pain right. or kindness. The big, they feel it. The, the big thing is, right, there's the lack of judgment between Absolutely. pain versus kindness. And now there's this... Um, very, very broad world of equine facilitated therapies and education and that that kind of a thing, as well as, um, you know, therapy animals of all kinds. And I like therapy ponies and therapy pigs. Have you seen that? It's so cute. <laughs> but there too, what is it about the animal kingdom that feel that brings that sense of therapeuticness? No different with trees. What is it? What would you say? Ooh, uh, and tune into your body and feel because the mind may not know this answer. Yeah, I mean, energy, energy is like the thing that always comes to but mind what, for me because. But what's energy? Um, let's lo- let's look at this because that's one of your escape hatches. Yes, it is. Uh, okay, can so, you re- repeat the question? I will happily repeat the question. When we look at this this um, presence of animals or trees that we would call therapeutic. What is it that we're calling therapeutic? Connection. And what's connection? A resonant field. Like, it's, a, it's a feeling. It's a feeling. Okay. But what are you feeling? A calmness, a stillness. Mm-hmm. And a where's that from? How's that happen? Hmm. You could say God. You could... You could say the universe, you could say, um, you know, Christ consciousness. What interrupts that then? Now, let's bring your awareness into your body because your mind has a library of answers to that question. Mm -hmm. But really what we want to do is know what it feels like to let the truth generate the word rather than go to, you know, a a bullet list of multiple choice (laughs) for what could be the latest and greatest spirituality craze, right? We want to feel the truth generated from my own essence to the degree that my body goes, oh yeah, I feel that. And it may feel like the familiar ease and peace and calmness. It may feel different than that. Right. But I will know it because it is unmistakably the tone of my own truth. Some people have not felt it for a long time. Some people have never felt it. But when we start acknowledging that the mind has all the answers, and you're right, you know everything, and you could go reference it, and I'm, I have no doubt of that. I have no doubt that you've experienced it enough times that you, have, you could provide proof. I have no doubt of that. But what I'm interested in is, what's, how does it feel when what the words are generated from there? So take your awareness right to this place that presents itself to you. Don't go looking. What, where are you presented with the core center of my heart? Body, show me you feel it. Let your mind just watch the body. Let's not look to label it or understand it. Body, present me with the core center of my heart, the golden essence of my uniqueness. And let your body breathe. And the first place that lights up, that your body lights up, brilliant uh yeah it would be it would be kind of just the the center of like my my 
both heart and solar plexus. Great. Kind of in between those two places. Beautiful. So now let's take your awareness right to the sensation of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we're going to get images, right? And the images are automatically going to reference out to other things we know. And I get that. That's how the mind mm-hmm. loves to work. Mm-hmm. Let's acknowledge that. But what we want to do here is erase the board. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> now, from my awareness, from the center core of my being, light up. Just like you can flip a switch. Body, there you go. Body, show me you feel it. Now watch how the physical body goes, oh, yeah, 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 I feel that. And what's it feel like to you? Joy. Cool. Anything? Or love. Yeah. And how about in the physical? Light. And how about in the physical? How does the physical feel? How does the physical tell you it's light? I know. Cool, huh? I know. I'm like, I don't know. I know. This well, is think, why we go like, to the physical. I think it gets into the, when you start to talk about something that's undescribable, words never do it justice. It's like the I'm tower of Babel. You know, you, you can't right. really talk about a resonant field because if you're talking, you're not in it, right? Well, you're maybe. Like almost kind of popping. Yes, you're right. Some, sometimes you are. I, we always are. Exactly. So but, let's come right back to the physical. Yeah. Okay. And we'll give, we'll give the mind a little assistance because it's just stumbling over things, not wanting to mess up and not want, you know, wanting to do things really well. And I honor that. So erase the board and you're doing great. Okay. Let the body breathe. Like we're, we're not doing breathing exercises. Just remember, let the body breathe for itself. Now, heart center open, center core light up. Now watch the physical body. Watch the difference in how the physical body feels. And we'll play with, I'll give you another quick way to play with this, okay? Because you really do have your essence moving through you really nicely most of the time. And then sometimes we get hijacked. Right. Right? And then sometimes we really get hard on ourselves. And that's a big hijacking as well. But you have that, you have you moving through you most of the time really beautifully. So well done you, even with everything you've come through, okay? But is hmm. that uncommon? Um, or is that there's no way to compare, but there right. are a lot of people who live four to six or eight feet right. above their heads, right? Right in the astral planes of consciousness, right? right? So when we do start um, commanding our own integration to speed it up and speed it up and speed it up, it really helps to have this super awesome, playful, fun friendship between the mind and the body. Right. So that it's not the mind always, you know, having the right answer. It's the mind going, okay, what are we doing? Yeah. Okay. So that's what we're playing with right here. And again, not to say that your mind is missing anything, but the only way for the mind to know something new is when the body has a sensory experience. Okay. Otherwise it's referencing things that it's had, it's seen before. Language, facts, books, experiences, right? So when we want to invite more of me than I've ever had before, mm-hmm. I'm going to give the mind the job to watch my physical body because that's how the mind will know it's real, it's happening, and new is actually coming in. Okay? Well, I, I like the feeling, um, you know, when you, when for me, I'm aware of when I, uh, allow more energy into my body and then I can feel it kind of traveling up my body or like up my spine. And there's like an opening 
that happens. Yeah. And in that opening, when it passes through the area that we refer to as like the solar plexus, <laughs> I get like this kind of flush of happiness. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, which is where I said joy. Beautiful. And, uh, even, a a, like a, uh, tingly like chicken skin, mm. right. Awesome. That, you, that we get awesome. uh, when we let more energy in. Absolutely. So let's play with that. That's beautiful. So let's erase the board. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm great. Play, erase the board just for funsies. Okay. (laughs) Not because anything's right or wrong, good or bad, because that goes right back into the polarities of judgment. And we're just going to put those on the table for now. You can have them back later if you want. Polarities of judgment. I know. But hey, I tell everybody, you get to have them back if you want It's a good game. It's a game. That's all. (laughs) It's it. For just 60 seconds. And then you get to have them back again. (laughs) (laughs) All the self-deprecation, all of it. You get to have it back if you want it. Okay? (laughs) So, mind, just watch the physical body. Okay? And from big me, I'd like to be presented with the center core of my being. And... Right from the center core. Yeah, heart center open. Now, where does your body say, oh, right here? Whether it's familiar or not. Um, First place. Well, my attention went to my hip, I think, because I just shifted. Perfect. So, hello, hip. Body. And so, So let's go right. Yeah, the blood flow started traveling through my hip where I was leaning before. So, let's let it be that simple. Mm-hmm. Okay, because how much then does the did you notice your mind go? Well, it wasn't in my heart or solar plexus; it was my hip. What well, kind of did both? I was like, well, here we're right. talking about here, but this is now sensory uh, shifted. Exactly. Yeah. So one of the greatest ways, the most fun ways, to invite this new friendship is when the body presents something. Let's run with it, and and the mind will like to go compare, compare, compare. But last time, compare, 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 right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, hip, hooray. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the fun part. You can always erase the board. Right. And you can always go, oh, hi, hip. Awesome. So let's do that. Let's take your awareness right to where the hip said, this is happening. Mm-hmm. Right? Just let your awareness travel right down and through. And just notice how, what the hip has to say about having you there. That's Does happening. it change? Does it contract? Does it relax? Does <laughs> does the space get bigger? Does the space get smaller? It does everything you just said. It, it, as you say it, it does it. Uh, <laughs> so, right. So I can feel, you know, it's like I, uh, yeah, the words are, words are powerful because it's mm-hmm. like, I, I, it's, uh, I almost would have to work to do the opposite of a word. Like if I hear the word contract, there's a part of me that automatically contracts. Absolutely. If I, if. If I hear the word open, then right. I open. Right. You know? Right. So this is this is the really fun part where if you'd like, you can now begin to embody only yourself and nobody else. Because many of us who are very gifted survived. Without boundaries. By, no, it, yeah. it was more active than that. Survived by becoming others. what was going on around us. Mm-hmm. So that we were, we would appear um, as a non-threat, and therefore, hopefully, not be attacked. It didn't always work that way, but 
Many of us learned to function that way, and we used our empathic ability to do it, right? So now people are much more aware of, of empathy and their empathic ability, and a lot of healers use their empathic ability, and they'll defend it like crazy to say, this is how I do my work, and, and yet so many healers have chronic illnesses, chronic body issues, um, chronic instabilities, chronic dollar issues, you know, and... So there's a different way to understand this empathic ability. And now, because of where we live in, in frequencies, in vibrational frequencies, it's much easier now than it ever has been to integrate and welcome in and embody only myself so that you're no longer at the effect of any emotional or verbal weather, so that we're not living in survival mode anymore so that I actually become the emanation of my own presence. Now, teachings have been talking about it for years and years and years, right? And you and I can talk about it for years and years and years. But the question is, what's that actually like? Now, for myself, I'll share with you, it was a really tender, really scary day for me when I sat down and had a little heart to heart with the universe, where I had to admit to myself, maybe I don't know what that's like. Maybe I think I know, because I can talk about it and I can guide other people there. Maybe I don't know. But getting to that place of going, oh my God, maybe I don't know. That was the champagne moment, right? Where it's like, okay, now she's open for something new. We talk about it all the time, beginner's mind, you know, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. But I wonder what that actually feels like. So what we're playing with here is a recalibrating, redirecting your awareness to open to the sensations of you and only you in your body, rather than giving your body over to the verbal and emotional ambient weather. I think of uh, like a little... um... Uh, happiness bubble <laughs> like uh, mm-hmm. or what came to mind is i've i've uh, looked looked at stuff about um toroidal fields absolutely how absolutely th- th- these these exist in in nature and in the, the our form um and if you want to play with energy start playing with toroidal fields yeah and your boom 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 your body will go oh yes that's really happening but see it, i still come back to what does it feel like for you to have you in your body? Because that right there is the universal gold. That's where every all the religions are pointing. That's where everybody points. So when we're having that experience, how do we maintain that when we get in situations that are triggering? Mm-hmm. Well, really... Or even... Stepping back into our day to day life, absolutely, where we have these patterns, absolutely, right, right. The first question in response, you know, to consider is what has the power to take me away from me? That's a great question Mm -hmm. because really, where I'm at, if I'm really here and I'm waking up and waking up is really about integration and welcoming myself in. I wonder what, what might have the power to take me away from me because as I am creator, 
I wonder what's more powerful than my connection with myself. So what would you say? If anything. What what has the power to take me away from me? Um, I mean, patterns was the thing I was implying. And, um, you know, because I've, I've been fully aware that I've repeated patterns. Of course. And so patterns. And I fall mm-hmm. prey sometimes to, you know, especially uh, when we're tired or, right. or, you know, going too fast or... Right. Um, so what are patterns about, though? Um... Uh, there's there's the actual pattern in the brain, the actual groove that forms, which is a symptom. Uh, but the pattern, I think, is is uh, incited um, by a trigger. You know, there's we have these responses that happen. But why do why did humanity ever condition itself through patterning? Isn't that survival? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Survival, safety, conformity, mm-hmm. and domination. Right. So right there, remember we put all the judgments on the table? Mm-hmm. Let's leave the judgments on the table for a second and just call it for what it is. It's survival. Of course it is. Yeah. I mean, look at what humanity has been through, through you know the seven, six or seven different iterations of humanity and the different times we've wiped ourselves off the planet and come back and said, oh, well, we destroyed ourselves. Let's try it again. Yeah. And that's what's different about right now. Right now. Our ascension through consciousness is because humanity unanimously agreed, let's not do it that way again. Mm-hmm. And I know things look really messy in the outside world right now, <laughs> but look at what's arising through all of it, right? So what we have here is universal support to no, no longer have to destroy ourselves to know who we are. We get to go direct, connect, and bring it right through. The patterns and the survival and the domination and all those fun games that we've done for, you know, eons and eons and eons. Well, those are still here too. And if, you know, you're called to go play there, have a blast. It's just not really going to, you know, it's going to slow things down for you quite a bit. But I wonder how it feels to know myself as bigger than the patterns. And I'm not talking about, you know, wordsmithing mm-hmm. i'm talking about the sensation of it. the sensation i think that's i mean that's the, the powerful piece right there is the sensation so right here the knowledge let's erase the board mm-hmm. because this is addressing your question okay about how do you uh stay there mm-hmm. how do you stay in that awareness and in that right. place so let's erase the board this is all addressing that question okay now from here Mind, you have one job, just watch the physical body. Watch the textures, watch the pressures, watch the temperatures. Now, speaking from big me, heart center open. Body show me you feel it. Now, what happens, what's the first thing that happened in your body? I feel joy in my heart again. Brilliant. Yeah. So take your awareness right to the sensation of joy. How does your skin feel when there is joy in motion. Uh, alert, awake, alive. Fantastic. Does it feel um, conflicted? No. Does it feel tense? No. Great. 
take take your awareness right to the sensations. Um, I'm, I'm 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 leaning, so I'm getting the sensation that I that I'm leaning. Well, and how perfect because your body has been saying that that's a lot of pressure on those points mm-hmm. the whole time we've been sitting here, right. and now you just brought yourself a little more into your body, right. and you're listening, and your bo- you honored your body. Mm-hmm. Well done, you. <laughs> so now let's erase the board. Erasing the board is one of the tools that helps you stay aware of your awareness rather than hijacked. Okay. It's one of the tools. There are times when it's, there's so much hijacking going on. It's impossible to remember tools exist. So let's just acknowledge that. Yeah. Okay. Because there's when, when people start, you know, diving into this conversation and and open up to saying, okay, if there's something that will help, then all right, but I'm not really sure, you know, the mind comes up with all sorts of, and I'm not pointing at you, I'm talking about the minds of humanity. I have, uh, I have scaled the chutes and ladders of the map of consciousness over and over and over again, my entire life, uh, as a big fan of, uh, Hawkins work. Um, yes. So I, I know uh, when we when we go into the depths of um, what I call disconnect into those places where you can't even access willingness, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, because um, you're hijacked. Because <laughs> you're so hijacked or depleted <laughs> mm-hmm. that there's nothing but the grief or the shame or the right. the, the pain, the suffering, right? And right. and um, and the process of of uh, how we get back out of that. So remember all those things we put here on the table? Mm-hmm. What did those things have to say about the grief and the sadness and being hijacked? Oh, gosh, they could go on. They've got all like what? They're judgments, right? Ex- so what um, do they have? Let's really call it out because this is generating clarity for the mind. Yeah. The mind can spin within all the things it's studied forever and ever and ever. But when we want to guide the mind into something new, Let's just go as slow as the slowest part and ask the mind, what is it that these judgments would have to say about getting hijacked? It's inevitable. Okay. And what's wrong with that? It's just, it's human experience and it's, um... But what's wrong with that? Yeah, they're, they're... There, it just is, right? But according to judgments, what's wrong with it? Because according oh. to judgments, there is something wrong oh, with it. The, the, it's suffering. What's wrong with suffering? Uh, it's painful. What's wrong with pain? Uh, it hurts. What's wrong with that? <laughs> um, sometimes you can't handle it. That's true as well, but what's wrong with it? Um, what is wrong with that? Well, then that's like, it leads down into that shame of not being able to handle the pain and the suffering. Okay. Not being able, That's able to super common. <laughs> but what's wrong or, with shame? Or the grief. Um, shame is the, what's wrong with shame is yeah. the lack, the lack of ability to autocorrect. Okay. And learn from whatever it was that was causing the shame. Okay. But what's wrong with not having learned a lesson? I mean, what does it sit? Let me let me phrase it differently. Well, I'm trying to come from the perspectives of, of the judgments. I know, I know, <laughs> and yet your mind is still also trying to keep you wi- not judging at the same time. Right. So, like, if we're you know, because we all know that not judging is upright and justified. Yes. Okay. See that little so that judgment. conflict that it does for mm-hmm. itself. 
oh, I'm going to judge you, but I'm going to do it in the most non-judgmental way because that so means that I'm a good judge person. Me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's yes. a lot of people caught up in that, yeah. understandably, but notice all of that lives on this table. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like if I were going to, you know, bring out judgments about pain and suffering and grief, it would be like, no, they're terrible. You you shouldn't ever feel pain because if you did, you did something wrong and it was probably your fault in the first place. And you probably deserve to suffer because you should have seen it. Ahead. Look at how gifted you are. You should have seen that ahead of time. And you obviously are a fraud because, 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 because. Now we put all that on the table. It all lives on the table. Mm-hmm. What was it like even just listening to those words did you notice what happened yeah i could feel that in my body i was like wow i'm attaching to all those things Mm, exactly and and that kind of made me laugh because it's obviously not real and and yet and yet i was totally attaching to those things and they were like little knives and i was like oh there's my shame there's my guilt there's my there's my fear let's take you know i can feel these little contractions yeah let's take it all well beautiful yeah put it on the table Mm -hmm. this is a magic table yeah you can have them back later if you want them okay (laughs) okay (laughs) so now as we take these things out literally from as particles of consciousness from your physicality from every dimension all four levels everywhere heart center open Let your body go, oh, I feel it. And now just watch, whether your mind thinks it knows this or not is irrelevant, but your mind can know it if it watches the body. So heart center open. Now let's watch that golden essence that is your uniqueness and none others, not even mine. I've got mine. Mine's doing great. Yours is great too. Let's watch that golden essence find its own way into all the spaces that just opened up because we took those judgmental particles of consciousness and put them on the table. Mm -hmm. But watch how your body feels. Watch how it just wants to sit back and relax. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, take your awareness right to your jaw. What's my jaw up to? My jaw feels tight. Right. Brilliant. But when you bring your awareness to it, it just relaxes, right? So now let's watch that core center of my being, expand up through my jaw. And now, this is not something the mind can make happen. This is not visualization. Okay, this is actually commanding it forward, watching it happen in a way where the mind can go, oh. Commanding our own energy as opposed to... Your essence. Mm-hmm. Your essence. Because what you're playing with here is actually, I, I'm not going to call it energy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call it your presence. Essence, presence. Mm-hmm. And let's let's feel the difference, like even using those words, because you're right, words carry tones right. and frequencies. Let's mm-hmm. acknowledge that too. And if we say, you know, like, just tune into it now, heart center open, let's have another expansion. But yeah, see, and it, isn't it easier each time? And you can feel it and, and recognize it easier each time, right? Heart's good. And then it just wants to happen all by itself. So now... Let's just play with this, like trying on a dress, okay? This is my energy moving through my body. Just try on the sense. This is my energy moving through my body. And notice how it feels when you say it. Just not, don't compare it, just notice. Right, right, right. Now erase the board. Mm-hmm. <sighs> now heart center open. Letting the body breathe. Good. You're doing great. 
<laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm having fun. Yay, me too. Yeah. Heart center open. Now let's just try this on like a dress. This is my presence moving through my body. This is my presence moving through my body. Which one carried the tone of truth? Uh, presence, yeah, presence felt more personal. What does personal mean? Uh, connected. It, we know, keep coming it, back to that word. What is energy. What is connected? Actually in my body. Okay. Yeah. Right. Great. So feeling my own presence th- moving through my body, we could call that the sensation of truth. Yeah. Your body's never going to lie. It's just the, we don't have a lot of associations for, through our own systems for truth. Right. Except, you know, truth bumps. Yeah. That was undeniable. Well, kinesio- I mean, a lot of people practice kinesiology and mm-hmm. know how to check for a double, uh, you know, uh, positive or negative. Absolutely. Which is fantastic until the mind overrides the body. Exactly. See? Yeah. So what we're playing with here, and the way I'm sharing it with you is uber simplified. Because we want to give the mind new information. We want to restructure the way the mind understands how all of our information relates to our body. And would you say that this is, I mean, it's, it's like uh, taking your essence, uh, like it's, it's if you're practicing embodying your own essence, that this is something that... Uh, you become more adept at with practice, right? Yeah, every single time you play, yeah. yes, there's more of you there and there's no going back. Right. Okay. But myself, I don't practice it. I just do it. Right. Because, because it becomes innate. Exactly. Because if I'm going to practice it, hmm, how many back doors does that give the mind to right. say, well, I can't possibly oh, I do my practice and look at what a victim I am like, of I the outside to world the, to the essence gym today. Exactly. <laughs> my, my essence biceps are looking really flabby. <laughs> <laughs> so, if, so seriously, if we want, if we really want to do this and I, I mean, I'll just be honest, I'm a super glutton and I was basically all set to leave the planet when I was 24. And when it came obvious that I wasn't going to do that, then it's like, okay, then change this or get me out of here. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to do it myself. If I'm meant to be here, bring me everything I require. Thank you. And I'm not joking. And I'm, it's not a request. It's a command. It's a command. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, this is, and there, there's just eons of little details that the mind thinks are important. And that's why, you know, when we get the chance to walk people through it individually, we can address those real specific little things, honor them, and dissolve those patterns you're talking about, and very literally change the neural pathways, very literally change right. the cellular structure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, science is all on that stuff now. Well, and this is the space of miracles. I mean, you think about it. I mean, we're, we're so caught up in the belief that, uh, you know, our, our brain, like even I was saying, these grooves or our body, that, that, that this is um, matter. Right. But yet you take a basic chemistry class, a basic science class, and you find out, no, actually everything's just a bunch of space and little tiny particles and, totally. and, and with attraction. And so right. everything's moving already anyway. <laughs> so so hmm, how can a I certain amount it? of suggestion of bringing your essence into it is it can create uh, change in form. Absolutely. Uh, in my instantaneous. Absolutely. 
to- totally. Because there's this whole if you're willing to command it. This the there's this whole spontaneous remission yeah. concept. When I learned about that, I'm like, oh, I'll have that. <laughs> I don't have cancer, but I want that. <laughs> spontaneous. Can you re- I, remiss all of the other things? I, yeah, I exactly. Decided. But imagine to put on the table of judgments. <laughs> you know, if I am creator. And just because I exist, I have an innate and uninterruptible connection with the divine intelligence of all that is expressed through my own uniqueness right. and my own unique right. tone. It's our birthright. Um, I'll have that, right? Again, not a request. I will have that. Thank you. You know, I put my order in. It's in the kitchen, you know. Mm-hmm. But the next question is, well, then what is that like when that is commanding the movement of the space between the particles? That's what you and I are playing with. Right. So when you... The feeling, it, the sensation. You, well, you know it. Then again, this is where the mind comes in. The mind is on board when it has proof from the body that it's actually happening. Right. Okay. This is bringing Which is, it all together. It, contra- it contradicts what we're used to thinking that yes, the ma'am. mind is directing the body, but the body's directing the mind. And well, together. the body's communicating together. Right? Yes. As friends. I mean, yes. I mean, best friends, let's go. But you know, Damn you brain. the what last do you mean, body, <laughs> I know, I'm not going to be given my car keys to my mind, you know, they're, yeah. you know, the consciousness keys anyway. Yeah. But this is where mm-hmm. we're at is calling in my presence yeah. so that it is my awareness of my presence that generates my movement in the physical. Now people say, you know, shine your light and follow your heart and you know, it's marketed to death, but what does it actually feel like? And to follow my heart, does that mean I have to have an online coaching business? I don't know for some people, maybe, but it's a, it's all a wonderful beginning, but you know, we got to kind of ask, where's it taking me? And you know, myself, I looked at all that, where everybody was pointing, and I said, take me there, and let's start there, because I'm not going to learn all that stuff. I'm just not. But that exists. I'll have that. It's claiming all that you are. Mm -hmm. So what we're playing with here, so let's play with it one more time. Erase the board. Okay? Now, mind all is well. This is just for funsies, but I promise you the more you play with it, you begin to embody faster exponentially and there's no there's no going back and why would you want to right so erase the board yeah. unless you really want control no 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 i have questions but oh yeah. okay go ahead please i have questions uh, cuz i would love to play this game with my kids yeah right like yeah. what more powerful thing than for them to learn at an early age and in a way kids do this innately they kids do this automatically like their energy is more in their their essence they're more in themselves and right. um experiencing joy uh well and who they are yes right we call it joy but it's really you it's you right right so, identifying helping them to identify that that joy that state of feeling that way is who they really are right or to guide their understanding of mm-hmm. what they're feeling that's mm-hmm. how I would share the language of it. How can I guide their understanding of what they feel? Mm-hmm. So where would I begin with that is let's continue to open and clarify your awareness of how you feel mm-hmm. because they are feeling you. And you could sit them down and say, okay, now when you feel mm-hmm. this, it means this. And that's how things usually go. You know, my tummy hurts. Oh, you're hungry. 
okay, my tummy hurts, that means I'm hungry. And then they live according to that for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. That's how training works. But again, it's not a good or a bad, good and bad are on the table right now. We're just looking at it for what it is. So, hmm, how, how does my body feel? If I know this person is coming over solar plexus, what are you doing? If I know I have to go to that appointment today, solar plexus, how, what is your assessment of that decision or this decision? Okay. And it's going beyond the kinesiology. It's including that kinesiology Mm -hmm. is a a tool to take you here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, all tools are valid. Mm -hmm. We We just get to use them more efficiently and use what actually works for us. Right. So that would be my first question to you is to guide the understanding for your kids. How much am I aware of my own body? Because say, you know, dad says so-and-so is coming over and last time he came over, they got in an argument and everything was bad. So, okay. All right, my sweet little kids. First of all, you know, when I know that this guy's coming over it kind of makes me feel tense right here. Does that feel that way for you guys? Right. Wow. What do you think about that? Yeah. And if, if that feeling could talk to you in words, yeah. what would that feeling tell you? And let's, let, let's listen, not for something that fits what we have learned. Let's listen to them talk about their sense and just welcome it forward of, oh, that, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, here's how mine feels. Mm-hmm. Huh? What do you want to do with that? Yeah. Okay. And how honoring is that of them? But in that little dance, you're teaching them sensations happen. You're teaching them awareness happens. You're teaching them that the awareness of their sensations happen. You're teaching them that you are willing to honor them. You're teaching them that they are not alone. You feel too. You're aware too, and you're right there with them side by side, not a dictator saying, I'm the adult, you don't know what you're doing yet, so just do what I tell you, which is not what's in your heart, and they don't don't anyway, right? Yeah, it's like asking for trouble with my kids. Right, And, and then from there, you know, well, my tummy does this and it feels like this, and I, I think this is what I should do about it. Well, what a great opportunity to guide them. That makes total sense. And if you do that, here's where it's heading. But if you do it this way, here's where it's heading. Which do you prefer? And holy empowerment, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. It's a self-empowerment, yeah. But it all starts from your willingness to feel your own body. Yeah, well, we've got we've to walk our talk, right? Well, no, you don't have to. Or is it? Because a lot of people don't, and they seem to do just fine. Not have to, but if we're if we're intending, if we're if our heart's desire is to is to give the greatest gift of well, because it's who you, know, you are self embodiment, self totally. uh, awareness, yeah, and um, the knowing ability to overcome the inner landscape, right? Or to welcome in who you really are, and this yeah. is what it's actually like to feel your heart alive in your body. Right. Because all of the rest of it is mental dance. Yeah. Okay. So right back again, heart center open body. Let me know you feel it going back to your question of how do we not fall out of this? 
you're going to fall out of it. Mm-hmm. You're going to get distracted. You're going to get overwhelmed. Yeah, because what came up for me the last two times is all of a sudden I'm just aware that I feel tired. Yes, ma'am. Well I'm done. Like, oh, I feel tired. <laughs> so <laughs> I need a nap. <laughs> totally. Let's let it be that yeah. simple. Mm-hmm. And let's. So you and I together, taking your awareness right in through your body, letting the yawn happen. Don't stifle it. Now check your jaw and how much your jaw really knows how to control everything. <laughs> You're doing great. Heart center open. Body, let me know you feel it. And let's just acknowledge, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> so now, let's let that drop through. Watch, yes, I'm tired, move through your body. Because, of course, you're still going to get stuff done. Yeah. Of course, you're going to do what you need to do. Of course you are. And I feel tired. Heart center open. So you can go there anytime. You know, you're wearing a scarf. If you notice familiar patterns of bracing start to happen, pick up the end of your scarf and remind yourself where the physical world exists. Yeah. Have a rock in your pocket to remind yourself where the physical world exists. Because it's the physical world that's actually going to be guiding you to what works. So when you're teaching people, when you're when you're helping people to experience their own essence and to come into their own uh, joy, empowerment, how does that uh, like how do you how does that translate into helping them work with animals or to work with um, I know horses is is one of the big big things that you focus on. Um, it they they are. They go hand in hand and, and interchangeable. Being with the horses and the animals, the animals already have that, just like the trees, have that congruent presence that never doubted who they are. They just are this pure emanation of a uniqueness in a body on a planet. So the presence of animals already provides that tone uh, that can help individuals remember the steadiness of that tone within themselves from there when people do give themselves the willingness to feel their essence in their body and then just let your awareness be with the sensations of it watch as communications come from everywhere Mm. because right there you have stopped separating yourself from the open source that consciousness is. How do you help someone who believes they're stuck, say, in their grief or in their, you know, in whatever um, state of survival Mm -hmm. that they believe they're stuck in? Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, bring a picnic basket, sit down, and just have a party together for a little while. And just go, all right, we're stuck. Let's be stuck. Yeah. Right? And just let's be, just let's just be stuck, but let's not you know figure it out. Let's not try and escape it. Let's just sit here and be stuck. Right. And well, where's your body holding on to stuck? Right. So where's your body holding on to stuck? I don't feel st- I feel tired, but I don't feel stuck. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I have um, access to that. Uh, I liked, I like, uh, I like that you said, 
switch. Yeah. Switch the light on. Or how, how did you say it? Switch. Oh, that works. Just switch flip, the light flip on. The flip, switch. flip the switch. Yeah. It's like switch, switch. And that's it's great to play with the switch because yeah. when you come in and heart center open and body let me know you feel it, yeah. now reach over and flip the switch off. Mm-hmm. If you want clarity of the f- sensations through the body and contrast, and my body right then was like, no, no exactly, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so then switch this, switch back yeah. on. Yeah, because I want to switch off. It's like no, and we're on, right? Yeah. So, how do you help people through that stuff? Let's just honor it for what it is. Really, like, even for thirty seconds. What does it feel like to take the judgment of this is a bad thing, I shouldn't have this, this is a good thing, thank God I accomplished it, and put them both on the table. And just let myself feel the sensation of not good, not bad. What's really interesting is just from doing this exercise a few times, I was less able to identify and like actually attach to the bad feeling. Mm. so i feel protected which is really cool well that because normally it's super easy for me to connect in with the bad feeling yeah and and he's you know easily easily connecting in with the good feeling as well when Mm. once focused upon Mm. uh but it's interesting Mm -hmm. that i that i went oh that's wow i didn't i didn't feel it isn't that awesome you know why because we dissolved it and you filled in that space with you yeah that's beautiful well done. What you. a great exercise. It, it is. Yeah. Well, knowing you can make it an exercise or you can live that way. Right. 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 For me, it's a priority. Yeah. What well, starts, I think it starts as what seems like an exercise and totally. then becomes a habit and then becomes your life. Well, yes. Embodying. And it's always playtime. Yeah. It's always playtime. I know. <laughs> it's always playtime. It's always, I mean, yeah. when can you not be playing with your essence? Right. And it goes back to what has the power to take me away from me. Right? And we're convinced, like we said earlier, lots of things are more powerful than me, like other people's judgments. Yeah. And let's not get in a fight with that. Of course, we were convinced of that, but hmm. avoidance, wanting to avoid a feeling, avoid um, circumstance is what came to mind. Mm -hmm. There's, you just reminded me of this. There's a thing in here an organic reality happens without trying. It's what life looks like when we stop trying to be something and stop trying to avoid being something. Yeah. Animals live in this reality. They live and express exactly how they feel each and every minute, their perceptions, preferences, and wisdom just by being who and what they are. As we remember that the animals in our lives are creatures of equal value, intelligence, and wisdom, we make ourselves available to hear, understand, and apply what they have to share. True equality is the absence of judgment. Throughout our time and activities with animals, they perpetually lead by example how to live in community, how to let others be exactly who they are, and how to allow ourselves the same freedom. Listening, hearing, and clearly understanding what animals have to share requires one thing and one thing only, an open heart. As we open our hearts where no judgment has ever existed, we tap into the language shared by all creatures throughout time and space. What we hear comes more clearly as we embrace ourselves, accept our own humanity, and know that the entire animal kingdom is here to assist us, to love us, 
to share and evolve with us side by side. Beautiful. That's what you just reminded me of. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. This has been this has been a fabulous, really thank enjoyable. You. Yeah. Yeah. I'm that's the best part because it's super fun for me to share. And now Carrie, and you do this uh for people and for animals and Yes. Um one on ones with people or group facility groups are great. Yeah. Just so gorgeous but well i think what's cool is people could just listen to the show and experience uh, tremendous amounts of inner inner healing just uh mm-hmm. and and have a, a method to the simplicity right yeah and how much does the mind try to do backflips about how simple it is right but it's really erase yeah, the board right right keep erasing the board start over because you know the, the ego immediately <laughs> oh not me i can't i'm always in a bad mood right you know, exactly like, oh you, know, you don't know what i have to deal yes. with right like okay yeah. have fun yeah so now let me ask you all those things that we put on the table do you want them back no, no, hell no. So throw that stuff out. So let's take all of that <laughs> and let's very literally again. This is yeah. do, we're doing this in consciousness, just like you dissolved and filled in your space. Let's take all of this and whew, bind it back to the sun to be repolarized for the good of all humanity and never to return. And feel it happen. Right. Tune, tune right in. And you, you, through your physical, you can just know. Oh yeah, that happened. Yeah, it's gone. Whew. Right. Whew. And now. Fill that space with more of my essence. I love it. Oh, it me too. Yeah. 24-7, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie, it was awesome. It's such a pleasure. Thank you so much for, for, uh, for doing this. Oh, Mike, thanks for playing. Yeah, thank yeah. you for showing up yeah. and, you know, dancing. And thank you, John. Nice work. Yeah. <laughs>